Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. From KMOX Sports. The bases are loaded. This is the Meyer Jensen Sports Open Line. Swing it along with the left. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm. Because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. He hits one deep to left field. You That's a grand slam for Yadier Molina. It's a this is Sports Open Line on KMOX. A good Monday evening to you. Welcome into the program. My name is Matt Pauly. Have you for the next two hours as we go till 8 o'clock this evening. We got a lot to get into coming off really just a fantastic sports weekend. As always, if you want to join the program, you can do so by calling or texting 314-436-7900. 314-436-7900. You can also tweet at me, at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. All right, let's look back at just how good of a sports weekend we had. First off, from a baseball perspective, had some fantastic games, probably the most uh compelling game was the 18-inning contest on Saturday where the Astros complete a three-game series sweep of the Mariners winning one nothing in 18 innings. It was one of those games where every single pitch, every moment, every little thing that could happen mattered so much, and, and that was fun. We, so we see, um, we see the Astros advance. On the National League side of things, and we're going to get into this a lot, especially here in this first hour, because we're trying to figure out what what have we learned from the baseball postseason and how do we apply it to the Cardinals? That's that's kind of the thesis of today's program, for lack of a better term, because the Padres beat the Dodgers and the Phillies, the team that knocked the Cardinals out, they are into the NLCS as well. And the baseball postseason just continues to be a very, very random thing. The Yankees and the Guardians are attempting to play baseball right now, but that's not happening. There is bad weather in New York. They are supposed to give us another weather update like at any moment, and uh, they'll let us know how that's going. It doesn't look great for them getting this game in tonight, but at the same time, you want to get this game in. It's a game five. Uh, it's hard to um, just the whole the scheduling aspect of this thing. You don't want to push stuff back, and you don't want to force teams into uh, less off days than other teams. So there's just, there's a lot going on. We'll let you know if this game is ever actually going to uh, get started. It does not seem overly likely that they are going to get through the evening just clear once they get started because bad weather does uh, seem to exist throughout the evening uh, in New York. And 
Um, yeah, that's not good. That's not a great situation, but we'll keep you updated on that. So that's that's the baseball part of the weekend. The hockey part of the weekend, the Blues get a really good win on Saturday night in their season opener. They finally they finally are able to play hockey on Saturday night. It was one of those games that was tight. It was 2-2, and then they scored back-to-back goals to get 4-2, and then they were able to get uh, a late goal as well. Uh, they were playing a team in Columbus who uh, was obviously did not have the legs that the Blues had, and they just seemed to uh, wear them down just a bit. Columbus uh, was coming off a game uh, the day before. The I'm Jake Neighbors is like my guy that I'm I'm locking in on right now and focusing in on. I my belief on this Blues team, if we compare last year to this year, wh- what do they need to do to be better than last year's team? And because of where their cap situation is, uh, for me, it's pretty clear that the core players that are kind of just coming into. Uh, the, the high points of their careers, they need to take those steps forwards, but then you need to get some serious contributions from some of the young players on the team. So to see Jake Neighbors score a goal there in that uh, first game of the season, that's a good first step, and we'll see what some of the other young players do. So that was the hockey part of the weekend. And then the football part of the weekend, uh, Illinois gets another win. They continue to move up in the rankings, which is uh, good to see. Uh, they, um, yeah, they're in, they're they're in both polls now, and uh, they they look good and they seem real. Like this seems like a legit thing right now uh, for Illinois from a national perspective. College football, that Tennessee Alabama game was absolutely fantastic. Tennessee gets the win. Tennessee looks like a legit one of the best teams in the nation. Looks like a team that could get into the college football playoff. It kind of all happened out of nowhere. Tennessee was stuck in no man's land for a good number of years, and now they're putting together just a really good season, and that was a great, great, great game against Alabama. And then in the NFL yesterday, uh, the game that you heard right here on KMOX, the, the Chiefs and the Bills, that turned into a really good game as well. Bills end up winning I don't know what that means. Like that's kind of I've been trying to apply meaning to it because I know the Bills are the team that everybody locks in on as being the best team in the NFL. And to their credit, they went into Kansas City. They went to Arrowhead, one of the toughest places to play in the National Football League, and they got a win. So that in itself would tell you that, yeah, maybe they are the best team. I still feel like, and if everybody's healthy and Kansas City's got a lot of uh, health issues right now, all things being equal, if Kansas City and Buffalo match up again in the postseason, even if the game's in Buffalo, which at this point would seem likely because the Bills have a two-game lead uh, on Kansas City right now, even if the game is in Buffalo, I would still think that Kansas City would probably win that game. But I, I that. That sounds like I am putting down the Bills. The Bills are a really, really good team. Like that's the, I like Josh Allen a lot. That's a good team. I just think Kansas City is a little bit better. So a great sports weekend. Fantastic sports weekend. If I missed anything, if you had a great part of your sports weekend that uh, I did not share, you can uh, text in what you really enjoyed about the weekend, and we might uh, bring those back later on in the program. 314-436-7900 is how you uh, can uh, text those. Or, and if you want to tweet, you can uh, tweet at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. Here's what we got coming up. Uh, this hour, a lot on the baseball postseason. We'll try to apply what has happened so far in the baseball postseason to the car. 
Cardinals. Uh, we'll talk some hockey in the uh, second hour. We'll also get a little bit more into uh, specifically the Cardinals as members of their front office are being extended for uh, multiple years. So the brain trust that is currently putting uh, making the decisions will continue to make the decisions. What does that mean for the team moving forward? Up next, though, happy to uh, welcome on the program Mike Claiborne. Claves is with us next. It's Sports Open Line on KMOX. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast selling a little or a lot Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. 
Your home of the Cardinals. Arnado swings and hits it deep to left field. That ball is out of here. The Billikens. Jumper. Yes! Billikens win! The Chiefs. Touchdown! Kansas City! We are America's sports voice. KMOX. Take the lead as Albert Pujol comes through in the pit, and the Redbirds lead this baby five to four. It was this day in 2005 when Albert Pujols hit that home run against the Houston Astros, the home run ball that has yet to land, as far as uh, as far as I know. That thing was absolutely smoked. Welcome back in. It's Sports Open Line here on KMOX. Very happy right now to uh, welcome in uh, part of Klaibs Online, the proprietor of Klaibs Online, also part of the Cardinals Radio Network. It is Mike Claiborne. Klaibs, thanks so much for the time. How are you? I'm doing well, Matt. How about yourself? I'm good. What's it like for you when the season comes to an end? Because it's such a everyday thing for you, and then all of a sudden, not that you don't have other things going on, you do, but uh, there's a lot of time all of a sudden in the day that maybe you were uh, giving to the Cardinals that you're not given now. Well, you know, um, there's an exhale period that takes place where um, normally, you know, take into account only one team walks away happy with how this thing turns out. So, you know, you take the first few days and just kind of decompress. And, you know, I, I thought I was going to have nothing to do. And all of a sudden, everybody else thought it was a good idea to have me involved in this, this or that. So, um, you know, it, it, it's a good time, you know, just catching up with friends and family and things like that. Because, as you know, um, you know, you get so few days off where you don't have anything to do. So now that I have all this free time on my hands, I'm just trying to catch up. I've been doing the thing where I watch the postseason continue on and I'm trying to take something away from it and then apply it to, to the Cardinals as a, not a, so much a learning lesson, but just fi- see what's going on and why the Cardinals maybe didn't uh, succeed. And all I keep saying is everything happening is random. Are you, is there anything that's happened yeah. in these playoffs that tell you anything that you could apply it all to the Cardinals? No, I, I would agree. I think random is a good word because, you know, we, we see teams – that had better records than the Cardinals that found themselves watching the postseason on TV as well. And, you know, it, it comes down to the same old things, pitching. You got to have a lot of that. And you have to have a few guys in the lineup hit. And we had enough pitching for the most part. We just didn't have enough hitting. And I think we've seen some other teams that kind of struggle with that as well. It's It will forever be the postseason where we look back at it and say, Nolan Arenado got really unlucky. He was hitting the ball hard. He was just hitting guy, hitting right at guys. And then Paul Goldschmidt just couldn't hit. And I'm not trying to put all the blame on, on two guys, but it really feels like after those two guys did so much for the team during the year, not having those guys getting the hits in the postseason seems like the thing that led to the Cardinals' demise. Well, I think the reason why their names stand out is because they did so much during the regular season. And, you know, we could obviously count on them a great deal. Um, but, you know, hitting, good hitting and bad hitting is contagious, both contagious, and it starts to spread, and all of a sudden everybody else starts to squeeze the bat a little tighter, and they're trying to do too much. And, you know, it's one of those situations where it just goes up and down a lineup for the most part. And, you know, that's kind of what happened. Um, and as you, you're right. You can't blame anyone in particular. I mean, this, this is a team effort. I mean, this is a team that really played as one. And when things just didn't come together, uh, you know, nobody stood out, okay? Nobody stood out as far as picking up the slack. You know, it was just one of those things where it just hit everybody at the same time. 
the team announces that they've extended uh, with general manager Mike Gersh, also a scouting director, Randy Flores, who also has the assistant GM title. You see what these guys do on an everyday basis, and it's it's such a team effort in that front office to put everything together, and we know about the success that this team has had. And just as long as you've been in this city and covered the team, how important is it if you're having success to try to keep kind of the group together? I think it's very important. But I also think uh, as you have the band together, so to say, uh, you want to still be able to be open thinkers about what can we do better? What, what can we do next? What's going to be the next trend that we need to be either creating or being a part of? I mean, there's a lot of things like that that go into play. But because all these guys know each other, they've worked together for a few years now, uh, what I find with, with the guys in the front office they do their jobs. Randy Flores is in charge of trying to develop talent and go out and scout and do those things. Mike Gersh is involved with the contract issues as far as arbitration and just other things that are important when it comes to dotting T's and dotting I's and crossing T's. And, and they work as a, as a unit. They, they, and one of the good things about John Mosellock, he, he lets his guys talk and lets those guys breathe as well and contribute compared to just having guys that just take marching orders. Do you think the organization is good at being creative, thinking outside the box, bringing in those new thoughts as the game of baseball continues to evolve? Yeah, I think so. Uh, you just go back to the whole uh, rage about analytics. And I know the Oakland A's and Billy Bean, they kind of stick their chest out about it and what they were able to do with it. But I always remind everybody, the Moneyball era, the only thing the Oakland A's and Moneyball was good for, the only trophy they ever had was an Oscar. <laughs> they never won anything. So the Cardinals were able to take that beyond and develop it into a, a working product that they've been able to build off of. And, you know, they've increased their operations department a great deal, and they've got a lot of good people over there. And, and they've also been able to maintain enough good teachers in the organization on the minor league level, and, and some of those guys we've seen ascend into the big leagues. So, you know, they're doing those sort of things in order to make sure they stay ahead of the pack or at least be in the foot race with somebody else. And there's always going to be teams that will come up and they'll have a run. They'll, they'll do well. I'll, I'll go back to Chicago Cubs, you know, the year they won. And everybody said, well, here come the Cubs. They're going to be around for a while. Well, haven't been heard from since. And you have teams that, that can knock on the door for a little while, but at the end, the Cardinals seem to be on the other side of that door more than often. Mike Claiborne continuing to join us. Want to get a, a few gut feelings from you before uh, before I let you go. First off, gut feeling is Adam Wayne right back next year? I would think so. Uh, I, I think it's going to be an interesting scenario, though, because you think about all the, the the guys who have big league starting experience on this ball club going into spring training next year. When you think about Flaherty and Michaelis and Matt, you got Montgomery. You have D- Dakota Hudson. Don't forget about uh, Alex Reyes, who's going to be part of that. And there's this, and Jake Woodford. I mean, there's going to be a lot of guys that are going to be competing to be one of those five starters. And every year we seem like we say when we get to spring training, man, we have a whole lot of pitching, man. There's a good guy that won't make this roster. There's a good guy that's going to start in, in Memphis. And then come July, we're saying, man, we got to get some more pitching. So it's one. It's it's truly a marathon when it comes to how these teams are uh, developed. And, you know, John Mosellock always says, what we have on opening day is probably not what you're going to see in September. And, and that's been true to form. But it, it, it'll be interesting, I, I, and I expect him back. Same question on Nolan Arnato, who can opt out. 
I would say, yes, he'd be back too. Um, you, you know, in, in getting to know him, this is a good setup for him. I mean, it, it, there aren't many distractions for him here in St. Louis. And I guess the other question would be, there's a handful of teams that might want to spend at least $35 million a year. They might. Uh, but I, I think that Nolan probably sees that this team is pretty close to being a consistent competitor uh, well beyond the first round of, of, of postseason. Last thing for you, do the Cardinals go forward with Kisner and Herrera as their catching tandem, or are they going to bring somebody in, whether it's free agency or trade, to really come in and, and be that number one guy potentially for next season? I think uh, they'll go out and find someone. Um, you know, you mentioned free agency, and I know Wilson Contreras' name has been mentioned. There are a few other guys you may have to trade for as well. But, you know, they'll they'll have those guys in camp. I don't think there's any doubt about that. But I, I really feel like they, they need some help at that position. You have uh, a guy in Herrera who's really young, really still needs to learn what the big leagues is all about. And then you have Andrew Kisner who prepares as well as anyone uh, but just didn't get it done on a consistent basis. Now, that doesn't mean with the year of experience that he got, he, can't, he couldn't come back and be better. So, But I also think as an insurance policy, I'd like to have somebody who's a little bit more grounded and has been a producer, uh, not only in the batter's box, but certainly behind the plate. He is Mike Claiborne. Follow him on Twitter at Claibs Online. You had a lunch with uh, Claibs and Joe earlier today with Joe Roderick. Uh, how many times a week are you doing that? Well, he and I get together once a week. Uh, but we have some other uh, programming, uh, the two-man game with Bob Ramsey and Matt Rockiel. That starts tomorrow. Uh, Dr. Rick Lehman has a podcast with Bob Ramsey that he does. And I do a, another segment with Howard Richards, a uh, former Mizzou Tiger, now color analyst for Missouri Radio. Uh, we call it Huddle Up with Howard. That comes out on Thursday. And uh, we have a few other surprises hockey-wise that will be announced here fairly soon. Awesome. Very good. Klaibs, always appreciate the time. Hopefully we can talk again real soon. All right, Matt. Take care. All right. There's Mike Claiborne joining us here on Sports Open Line. Again, at Claibs Online, you can see all the uh, content that Claibs Online is putting out uh, pretty much on an everyday basis. And uh, lunch with Claibs and Joe came out uh, earlier today. He and Joe Roderick uh, put that on. Joe Roderick, also a, a friend of the program here on uh, Sports Open Line. We will take a break. Come back. Uh, try to continue. Um, I saw something on Twitter that I thought was interesting when it comes to how often the better team actually advances in the baseball playoffs. And I think it answers a lot of questions. I don't know if you've got the questions or not, but I've got some. We'll try to answer those questions. We'll go through that in just a moment. It's Sports Open Line on KMOX. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports Open Line. Swing it along with the left. That's a grand slam for Yadier Molina. This is Sports Open Line on KMOX. Continuing on here on a Monday night, 314-436-7900 is how you call or text. You can also tweet at me if you'd like, at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. Uh, Lauren Shahadi from MLB Network tweeted out just a few moments ago uh, that uh, there is a good chance that we are going to see baseball tonight, but it might be a little while. 14 minutes ago, she tweeted out, quote, I'm told we're looking at one to two hours worth of rain starting in the Bronx in the next 15 minutes. So that'd be like right now. After that, there'll be pockets of rain, but we should be able to play through. Likelihood we get the game in tonight is very good. Another meeting set for 745. That's Eastern time. So 645 Central. So that's nine minutes from now. So on her timeline, they would have one to two hours of rain starting right now. So that would take you somewhere between 7.30 and 8.30 our time. And then you assume that it's going to take at least a half hour to get the field ready. So if that is true and if they're able to work through it, uh, that means that tonight's game would start somewhere between 8 o'clock and 9 o'clock. So it'll be a late night of baseball, but I guess they are um, intent on getting the game played. And we'll just see whether or not the weather, Mother Nature, is going to cooperate. I saw this over the weekend. I've been thinking a lot about this, and I'm I'm conflicted, and I'm torn, and I'm trying to, like, I'm trying to formulate my opinion on it, and I'm having a hard time with it. But I'll kind of present the data to you, and we can work through this together if you'd like. In the moment... As I've watched this these this baseball postseason, and as I've watched the Braves get knocked out, and as I've watched the Dodgers get knocked out, and we could potentially see the Yankees get knocked out tonight, but maybe not. Maybe it's going to be Yankees-Astros, and the American League side of things will be somewhat chalk, and the National League side of things will be anything. But I've been thinking to myself whether or not that's good for baseball, and when we apply like the NCAA tournament standard to the baseball playoffs, everybody loves an upset, especially in the first round, in the second round. You know, we love the Murray States. We love the the Robert Morrises, the, the Northern Iowa's, like just the, the various, the Wichita States, the various teams over the years that have gone on runs, even a, a Loyola Chicago, like the, those teams that have gone on these runs, we love it. But what we also love is we love a Final Four where Duke's in there, Kentucky's in there, Kansas is in there, North Carolina's in there, the Blue Bloods, where you got the blue. So it's these conflicting things because 
The upsets in the moment are pretty cool, but the TV ratings will tell you what sports fans really want to see is the Blue Bloods, the great teams get in there. And I am a fan of greatness. I've always been a fan of greatness. I've always wanted to see the best teams win, more often than not, unless I've got some sort of personal bias against a team here or a team there. But generally speaking, in sports, I want to see the best teams win and the best players win because I appreciate greatness. Now, look, you look at the Padres and you look at the Phillies. Yeah, they didn't have the wins this year that the Dodgers have. Yeah, they didn't have the wins that the Mets had. They didn't have the wins um, that the Braves had. I get that. But to their credit, to the Padres' credit, they went out. They got Juan Soto. They went out previously. They got Manny Machado. They went out. They got Josh Hader. They went out. They got Bob Melvin as a manager, a legit dude to manage that team. Like They have spent money. And they have brought in high-end talent. And now they're being rewarded with a nice playoff run this year. The Philadelphia Phillies, they they went and got Bryce Harper. They went and got Kyle Schwarber. They went and got those guys. And it may not have been all this past offseason, but it's still it's the team they built, and they still spent a lot of money, and they, they put a lot into what they brought in. So, you know, Cleveland's the one team that's still alive that you can say, well, they're a small market team that doesn't spend a lot of money that's still sticking around. And we we see those teams. We see Tampa go on a playoff run. We see we saw Kansas City win a World Series champ. We see Oakland uh, go on, on playoff runs. Like, that happens. But more often than not, most of the teams that are still alive in the baseball playoffs are, are teams with very talented, highly paid players. And that absolutely is the case with the Padres. It absolutely is the case with the Phillies. But to watch a Dodgers team that just absolutely dominated, dominated the postseason, the the regular season, get knocked out, like to me, that's the opportunity to see greatness not come through. Not that I was so much rooting for the Dodgers to win the World Series, but when they get knocked out, it kind of feels like, a team that shouldn't have been knocked out got knocked out. I had that same feeling when the Atlanta Braves uh, lost. I didn't have that feeling when the Mets lost, by the way. For whatever reason, and, and the Mets and Braves had the same number of wins. They reached 101-win teams. And I don't know if it was because the Braves won the World Series last year. I don't know if it's because the Braves have built their team while the Mets kind of tried to buy their team on the run. Like I, I, don't, I don't know what differentiates the two, but when I look at the Dodgers and I look at the Braves, I look at two teams that I kind of feel like shouldn't have been knocked out of the playoffs, yet here we are. And it brings me back to what's good for baseball and what's not good for baseball. And is it good to have these really, really good teams get knocked out because the postseason is this really random thing? Or would it be better for those teams more often than not to advance? The other thing I'm trying to kind of grasp my hands around is the impact of this expanded playoff. I saw, I think it was Ken Rosenthal tweeted out today that the initial offer from the Major League Baseball players on the expanded playoff was six teams per league, and the divisional series would move from five games to seven games. I I think I'd I think I'd like that better. I want teams. It, 
it bugs me when teams are really successful in the regular season, but they're not air quote built for the postseason, and then they fall. And again, I don't I don't think that applies so much to the Braves. I don't think it applies to the Dodgers. Those teams are built for the postseason, but the one of the problems with baseball is how much it does change in the postseason. It has a lot to do with off days. I think if I were to make a change to the postseason. I would reduce a ton of the off days. I just would I would I would make the postseason schedule very similar to a regular season schedule. Seven game series, you get one off day during it. That's that's probably how I do it. There'd be more tough travel days. Okay, that's fine. Make it more similar to the regular season. And I feel like the teams that were more successful in the regular season might have a better chance. But again, I don't know if that really applies to this year's postseason. Like maybe I'm looking for problems and there's not actually a problem there. I just know I've sat here and I've watched what's happened and I kind of lament the fact that some of the better teams are not still alive in the playoffs. Because at the end of the day, I want to see a World Series where I feel like the two best teams in baseball are playing against each other. And I know you can't always guarantee that because you could have a a scenario where the two best teams are in the American League or the two best teams are in the National League. But no matter what happens this year, whoever it is in the World Series, whether on the National League, it's the Padres or the Phillies, and on the American League side of things, whether it's Houston, New York, or Cleveland, whoever it is, I'm not going to feel like it's the two best teams in baseball that are playing against each other. If the Astros get in, I think we can make the clear argument as them being one of the two best teams. You could even maybe make that argument uh, for the Yankees, but you can't make it with any of those other teams. And I, I don't know. Again, it goes back to I like greatness, and I want to see the best teams and the best players matched up against each other. So why is this happening? Why is this happening? Is it happening just because it's random and it's the first year of the expanded playoff and we're putting way too much stock in anything that's happening? Yeah, probably. That's that's probably the answer. We're putting way too much stock and I should probably stop even talking about it because it's not worth the time, but I'm not. We're going to keep talking about it uh, because I saw something on uh, social media over the weekend that talked about how often the better team actually wins in baseball in the postseason compared to other sports. I thought it was really interesting. We'll do that next. This is Sports Open Line. My name is Matt Pauley. It's KMOX. News Radio KMOX, the home of the Cardinals. Continuing on with Sports Open Line here on a Monday night, 314-436-7900. That's how you call. That's how you text. Talking a little about uh, this year's baseball playoffs, whether or not it's good for baseball, that so many of that, the top teams in baseball, 100-plus win teams, have already been knocked out. And what got me thinking about this was some numbers that I saw over the weekend on social media. And it was actually taken from a piece that was written a few years back at uh, Stats by Lopez is who uh, published this. And the NBA has an advance rate for the favored team, the better team in the playoffs. The NBA has an advance rate of 80%. 80% of the time, the better team from a record standpoint, from a seeding standpoint, wins in the NBA playoffs. Not 100% of the time. There's still upsets. There's still opportunities for some teams that weren't expected to do something, to still do something. But more often than not in the NBA, the better team wins at 80%. This stats by uh, Lopez piece from a few years back 
did a statistical analytical breakdown on how much you would have to extend series in football, hockey, and baseball to reach the better team advancing because you know the more games you play eventually the better team is going to uh, it's less random you play more games the randomness continues to shrink so a three game series is more random than a five game series which is more random than a seven game series so what this piece found was that in the NFL where obviously in the playoffs everything is a one game situation for the NFL to have the 80% better team advance rate like the NBA, it would take a best of 11 series. That's what it would take to get to 80%. In the NHL, to get to an 80% advance rate, it would take a best of 51 series. It would take 51 games between teams, which obviously is never going to happen. Uh, it would take 51 games between two teams to get 80% of the time the better team advancing. And in baseball... It would take a best of 75 series to get the better team to advance, which then somewhat presents the question, what are, what are we doing in the regular season? What's being accomplished in the regular season when the postseason is so incredibly random? 314-436-7900. That's the number if you'd like to join us. Howard has given us a call. Hey, Howard, you're on Sports Open Line. Yeah, you know, with all due respect, I'm listening to what you're saying here, and uh, that's absurd. You you want the two best teams to play each other. Before expansion, that's what baseball did. The best team in the national played the best team in the American. So, So, therefore, why have playoffs? Just take the teams with the two best records, play seven games, and be done with it. I mean, what... That makes what what you're saying says makes no sense whatsoever. The, turn it over to statisticians. Don't play the games. Have the have the analytics experts come up with who should win the game. Therefore, you save everybody a lot of money. They don't have to buy tickets, and and you announce the winner. So you are very comfortable with baseball being almost a complete total random mess in the postseason. It's not a random mess at all. Sure it is. These teams played 162 games to qualify for playoffs. It just so happens that the the team that won the most games is not necessarily the best team because you fatten the record against the weaker teams. So they probably had inflated records against the weaker teams and uh, ordinary records against the best teams. They didn't compete well at the time that they were supposed to. They didn't perform. Like our third and fourth place hitter didn't perform. Like Judge, you know, didn't perform until he hit a home run in the last game. Struck out nine out of ten times. You don't think that's random? You don't think it's completely random that Paul Goldschmidt and Nolan Arenado went into slumps, and for for they were different type of slumps. Goldschmidt just couldn't hit the. Hold on, hold on. All right, Howard. Appreciate the phone call. Look, I got one rule: if we're going to have a conversation, we're going to talk back and forth. I let him talk. Then he lets me talk. Let's just not interrupt each other. Not trying to be a jerk here. But when we're talking all over each other, people listening have no clue what's being said. So if you're going to call, I'll talk. You'll talk. We'll have a conversation. We'll be human beings. We'll be in good shape. But, yeah, we'll let, we can let each other finish our uh, statements before doing that. It is random, though. That's where Howard was wrong. That's where Howard was completely, utterly, totally, 100% wrong. It's random. It is. Com- and I just, I just gave the numbers. It would take a best of 75 game series in baseball to get to a point where the better team advances 80% of the time. It's random.
Okay, Nolan Arnato hit the ball hard. Nolan Arnato made really solid contact in the playoffs. But for whatever reason, when those balls came off his bat, they were right at somebody. He had some of the worst luck of anybody in baseball. Now, Paul Goldschmidt was just in a slump. And it was, to be fair, it wasn't just a two-game slump for Paul Goldschmidt. He was slumping for a while. That slump that he brought in the postseason, he definitely continued during the regular season. But if if the Cardinals' offense would have been clicking in October the way that it was clicking in August, they'd still be playing. They'd still be playing. It is random. And this whole best of 75 thing to get an 80%. I, the better team doesn't have to always win, but the better team should generally win. And it doesn't happen in baseball. And in the moment, it makes for cool cool things to see, good moments for teams, good moments for fans. But in the grand scheme of things, I like it when the best teams are playing. They have to compete to get there, but I do like it when the best teams are playing. It's Sports Open Line. My name is Matt Pauley. We're back with our number two next here on KMOX. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.